I wrote these words while on a plane, returning from a family vacation in Florida. Time on vacation feels different. In some ways, life seems to slow down. This past year during COVID, many have noticed that time also has assumed a unique quality, in some ways both slower and faster, and certainly blurring together. We can all imagine other scenarios in which time appears to decelerate, sitting in a traffic jam can feel interminable, or accelerate when we are immersed in a great book or conversation, hours can pass without our even noticing. The seven additional years that Yaakov, Jacob, worked to earn his marriage to his preferred bride, Rachel, were described as yamim achadim, days that passed quickly, uniformly, in his dogged pursuit of a singular goal. A seven-year wait under other circumstances might have felt unbearable. While we all experience this variation, however, it is a rather bizarre perception. Objectively speaking, every second, minute, and hour is precisely equivalent to every other. Time is the most democratic of institutions. Every moment is precisely equivalent for every person. Though, to be fair, it is equally undemocratic when considering that each person is granted a specific amount of lifetime in total. With this enigma in mind, we can begin to appreciate the Torah's first commandment to the Jewish people, to sanctify the new moon, setting the cycle for the holidays, and in a sense, establishing Jewish time itself. Famously, Rashi at the very beginning of the Torah already suggests that this mitzvah should have been the starting point for the entire written law and was only displaced in order to emphasize our connection to the land of Israel. In the registry of the Torah's behavioral legislation, this particular statute appears designed to set the stage for all those that follow. Many commentators explain the primacy of the new moon mitzvah as a contrast and corrective to the slavery from which the Jewish nation is now emerging. At some level, all people must work for their sustenance and encounter obligations throughout the day. The most overt distinction between a free person and slave, then, is their disparate relationship to time. The slave is deprived of any choice to determine how he utilizes this precious commodity. But the dichotomy runs deeper. As we noted, time inherently is an objective measure, but to each of us it assumes a particular quality based on the goal to which we have dedicated it at any given point. Being free as a nation and as individuals means we can employ our autonomy to shape our own experience of time. And so, it emerges that time actually reflects meaning. We understand intuitively that by observing how we spend our time, we can assess our values. But we don't often think about the corollary, that consciously investing our time with meaning can actually transform the experience of that time itself. When we do this well, time can feel different to us because it is different in its content. The irony of this approach to time is that it carries a danger not shared by the more scripted state of being. The entrepreneur can fill her day with self-actualization, but can just as easily fritter it away on Netflix or sleep or any other diversion she might choose. The bureaucrat, though his job is redundant and tedious, at least will accomplish something. This explains some of the great ethical or Musser masters, is why the mitzvah of sanctifying the new moon pertains to setting the holiday calendar. The Torah is not only telling us to sanctify time, 
but also to organize it. By establishing the holidays, we are actually circumscribing ourselves to perform certain mitzvot at certain times. The Torah's exhaustive menu of 613 mitzvah offerings can be paralyzing. Maybe we will infuse every instant with one of its dictates, or maybe we'll ignore them all and just take a nap. The Jewish story from the start was one of voluntary coercion. We stood at the base of Mount Sinai and declared, we will do and we will listen. Yet once we did so, the mountain was held over us like a giant barrel, and our continued existence depended on accepting God's law. We elected to become servants, chose a path of obligation, because in so doing, we were assured that always, forever, our time would be consecrated. Only we can lift the brush of meaning-infused self-determination and begin to paint. But the canvas, the Torah's framework for living, has been arrayed before us, awaiting our personal masterpiece, one stroke, one moment at a time. Shabbat Shalom.